Welcome back, everybody, to an emergency edition of the OA News Overtime. I'm Jordan Hill with Justin Lee with Miles. Miles. Yes, and Miles. Miles, Miles get in there. Miles is here <laughs> to give his thoughts. Uh, get your screen time. <laughs> we are coming to you after a very kind of bizarre Friday. It's just a little afternoon central time on Friday. We got news this morning that the NCAA was finally going to announce the penalties for Auburn regarding the Chuck Person scandal from a few years ago. We were all kind of, you know, waiting to see what was going to be said. I had no idea really what to expect. We probably had to wait an hour, an hour and a half or so to find out. And uh, the NCAA has announced the penalties. Uh, in part, Bruce Pearl is going to be suspended for two games. The basketball program's on probation for four seasons. Uh, have to reduce the number of scholarships by just two over the next four years. Over the course of four seasons. Exactly. Not, so not a year. Yes. Two. Yeah. Two overall. Uh, $5,000 fine plus 3% of the basketball budget. And then you got show causes for uh, Chuck Person, Harris, Harris Adler, one of the former assistants as well. On the whole, you know, not as dire as I think a lot of people thought. And really, I didn't know really what to expect as far as this goes, you know, what would come of this. Uh, Justin, what was your immediate reaction to the NCAA's penalties? The hammer is here, Jordan. No, th there was no hammer. The hammer's gone. Mythical. Carrot, carrot uh, top, everybody. <laughs> the hammer. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I'm still sick, so that's why I'm home with my cat and uh, uh but yeah no um Auburn got time served uh and that, that's something important to remember I think is that uh you know it's not a slap on the wrist because Auburn did have a postseason ban last year um you know and and that goes to credit to and maybe I'll write something about this but credit to Sharif Cooper you know credit to those guys you know those teams those players or at least from last year's team who accepted that penalty, took it on the chin, and kept moving forward with their dreams for Auburn basketball, right? Um, you know, uh, I think that's – I think it, it's kind of an all-in thing that Auburn got out in front of it, got ahead of it, uh, self-imposed everything, you know, and because uh, a lot of the stuff, you know, we, we automatically just read what's new, what's next. But there's a lot of – in the penalties, a lot of it's listed, and it'll go parentheses self-imposed. Auburn's already done it. Auburn already did recruiting, uh, you know, the limitations. Uh, Auburn already did the postseason ban, and um, and 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 Auburn did it, you know. And then you know it read because Auburn did it before the season. Uh, it, it, it wasn't just because they had a bad record that they wanted to say, oh, we're, we're not going to go to the postseason this year because they had a bad team. But before the season, they came out and, and said that. And so the NCAA counted it. And I found that 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 book, that, uh, what do you call that, footnote, uh, and I posted it on Twitter. Um, but, I mean, it really makes it sound like uh, Auburn, they really considered, they did consider, uh, two postseason two postseason bands for two separate seasons, uh, but really it, it straight up credits Auburn by saying, uh, you know, the penalty was significant, not in response to poor record. Auburn's decision to self-impose a postseason ban prior to the season reflects the actions of an institution intentionally taking responsibility, um, and so they considered another one, which would have been appropriate for level one aggravated cases, whatever. 
but they decided not to, uh, largely in response to the timing and circumstances around Auburn's decision to self-impose the ban. So, I mean, honestly, it seems like Auburn did uh, everything it could within the rules of play in front of them uh, to mitigate this thing. And I guess that's a credit uh, to everybody, you know, everybody involved who's, who, uh, you know, got ahead of it and, and you know, took, a, took, a, took last year's postseason ban uh, on the chin because that, that's what saved them. And that's why Auburn's probably going to the postseason this season. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit on the biggest thing that a lot of credit needs to go to, you know, probably any combination of Auburn compliance, Bruce Pearl, whoever was sort of involved in the situation of recognizing that if they self-imposed a number of penalties like we've talked about, I mean, there were limits on visits and calls as far as recruiting. I think there was already a limit, uh, uh, one scholarship limit they self-imposed uh, from last season. And then the decision not to go to the postseason. I mean, it, it pretty much saved this year's team as far as their hopes of trying to win uh, the championship to try to go after, you know, another run in March Madness. So a lot of credit, I think, goes to the people involved with those decisions. You know, it seems like it's kind of become a running joke to like not comply, don't comply with NCAA and you'll be okay. And even though sometimes it feels that way, you know, had that not been, the, had Auburn followed that, this would be a very different situation. You'd be talking about a situation where guys like Jabari who, you know, odds are very likely that this is going to be it for him in college this one season. You know, had Auburn not played by the book as much as that might hurt, you know, he might not be having a chance to go into the NCAA tournament this year. And that would be a real shame given his talent and a real shame given the talent on this team. Um, it doesn't necessarily make it right. You know, as, as some people were pointing out, I think that uh, Jabari was like 14 when all this stuff went down, like none of the things going on. And, and you know, the NCAA kind of took one on the chin uh, in the aftermath of the announcement on a press call. They were asked about, you know, pulling those two scholarships over the next four years. And uh, Vincent Navarro, who was the, basically the spokesman for the panel, was talking about, you know, he was asked because, you know, this didn't involve any players, wouldn't obviously involve any future players, that pulling scholarships is just a tool in the NCAA's toolbox. So, like, that doesn't make it right. That doesn't, that doesn't justify – the fact you can do that doesn't make that okay. No. Uh, but on the whole, I think that this works out. This is probably the best possible resolution for Auburn. And the biggest thing to me, I think Bruce Pearl hit the nail on the head in his statement, you said he's, I'm going to go ahead and serve this two-game suspension. Winds up working out. You got Nebraska, which is a pretty good team, but Auburn should still win that, and the North Alabama. But the end of his statement, he said, it is time to put – it is time to put this behind us. That right. me, that sums up this whole situation for Auburn. Get it in the rear view and, and try to kind of pick up the pieces and, and continue on what's been a very promising start, a 7-1 start and, and a team that I think is very capable of being in the mix when it really, really matters. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole other debate as to whether any of this should have happened to begin with. And I mean, my opinion and your opinion are only as worth as, as anyone else's. Uh, but obviously, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of us <laughs> think that penalizing kids after is ridiculous. Uh, but that's, again, that's the field of play that's the board that Auburn, that's the hand Auburn was dealt, and that's the field of play they, they had to work with here. 
uh, and they managed to to get away with it pretty. I mean, I don't know, man. There's something to be said. Like you said, hey, Jabari gets to go to the postseason here, it would seem. Uh, and, you know, Sharif didn't get to go. Uh, but he's not jealous or holding it against him or anything. He was back here this season uh, supporting the team. And, I mean, you know, you got uh, Isaac two years ago didn't get to go just because of, because of COVID um, canceling the, the tournament in March 2020. So, uh, I don't know, just um, – it's been a long, a long series of setbacks uh, for Auburn. You go back to when Sharif was under investigation for a little while, right? Um, so to finally get it all past you and then, but at the same time, uh, you're still building forward. Like there's no, I don't, you know what I mean? You're still, the build still progresses. Uh, there's no major hit here as far as we can tell, Um I mean, kudos to everyone who did it, you know, if you're an Auburn person, because that's they, they got out of here with time served, like we said, which is, again, no no minor penalty at all. But uh, it, it it seemed like everyone had the belief that Auburn could could get out of here, get, get out, of, out of it on the other side uh, in a way that they can still build forward. And here they are. So, like you said, get it get it over with and get it behind you. And, and something else that I don't think we pointed out yet, you know, they've talked about vacating some of the wins when those ineligible players played. I don't think we quite know when that was. Doesn't really matter. I know that might hurt for some Auburn fans, but like we were talking about with some of the other beat riders, we all recognize Louisville as the national champion that one year that they won it and they vacated. Oh. Like, like if that's like what you are hurt the most by, which I mean, I haven't seen really anybody say as much, but like, everything's going pretty good if vacated victories from the past is something that is your big concern. I think we're still trying to figure out, I think they're from all prior to the end of the 2017 season. Uh, but also, so like the first time Wiley and Purifoy before they went ineligible and ineligible again. Uh, but the big takeaway is the banners are staying up. Uh, that's, that's, that's what we're hearing. That's what we're seeing. So uh, that and that's all anyone cares about. Does the banner get to stay up? And it does. The banner staying. How big do you feel like this day is just for Auburn basketball? Because you know, I'll say from my perspective, not to say that I thought they should be punished in any way, but just with my expectation, you know, I didn't know. You know, I thought you never know. Real, right, it's like a real chance the NCAA might decide it wanted to make an example out of Auburn. Um, but, uh, you know, that didn't happen. I got to feel like that that's a big boost, you know, for this program. You know, everybody wants to, you know, as soon as it was announced this morning, everybody had the Bruce Pearl jokes and talking about, you know, his, his history, which, to be fair, was brought up and, and was, I think, in part why he was hit with a two-game suspension was because of the previous show calls when he was at Tennessee. Um, and Navarro said as much on the call afterwards. But, you know, any jokes or any poking fun of Albert, I mean, you know, it did come to pass and it certainly didn't wind up playing a factor into how the NCAA decided to handle this situation. I, I think a lot about imaginary specters, Jordan. Uh, you know, um, I think everyone's always, Auburn fans have often said, oh, the NCAA is out to get us. They treat us differently than other people. Here, maybe you don't feel that way. You're still going to feel that way. But here's this uh, to the contrary. The same goes. You see the national columnists who are like, oh, the hammer's coming. Oh, dirty Bruce Pearl, it's coming for him. 
No, he complied every step of the way, as we can see. Uh, you know, and even the NCAA will say that. Uh, there are a lot of it's it's very easy to make a, a hero and a villain and to go good and bad and to paint people into these corners. And it's just not how the world works. Um, and so that's that's maybe the takeaway for me is just, you know, these imaginary villains that 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 people just come up with. Uh not how the world works. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, there's shades of gray here because yeah, maybe you're, you're happy that Auburn got time served. You can, you're still very entitled to your belief. If you think that the system is stupid and Auburn shouldn't have had a postseason ban last year either. Uh, but shades of gray, it's all in the middle somewhere. And that's just the reality of, of where, where we are. It's a reality of life. It's, it's just simple. And I will uh, throw out there, you mentioned the national columnist. Uh, one of them asked the very first question on the, uh, the uh, call, and a lot yeah. of people can probably guess who it was. And as tough as today was, I'd like to see him and give him a pat on the back. And, uh, oh, Jordan! Just help him. Just help him through a very tough time. <laughs> well, Justin, anything else oh, that you want? Justin, do you have anything else you want to hit on about this situation? Uh, no, I think we're still waiting on. to see who's going to be the interim coach while Bruce sits out these next two games. I think that's yeah. what else we're kind of waiting on. I would think maybe it's Stephen, uh, his son Stephen Pearl, but we'll obviously see, probably learn in the next uh, couple days, you know, a couple hours. They play again Saturday morning against Nebraska. Um, little, we want to hit on before we wrap this emergency episode up. And possibly a little glimpse into the future for Stephen Pearl, what lies ahead for the future of his career uh, as a head coach. So we'll see how he does it, if, if he's the interim coach. Other than that, man, uh, yeah, two, two games and put it behind you. But it's all behind Auburn by the time SEC play starts. Um, and, and I think we can mention Auburn's down a scholarship this year, right? Yeah. So one of those can get knocked out, at, presumably, we think. Mm -hmm. I mean, I put an asterisk over all of this because this is mumbo jumbo. Like, you need to be a lawyer to be able to read this stuff. Oh my God, reading the report, I felt like I was like studying for a final. <laughs> what is any of yeah. this? Yeah, and I so, uh, but yeah, um, but for, from what we can tell, uh, maybe you can get out of this year, and then you just have one scholarship over the next three years to take care of, and as long as you handle that, and as long as for the next four years, don't get in trouble again. Uh, 20 December 10th, 2025. Don't get in trouble before then, uh, or else it will be worse. All right, well, let's get out of there on that. Appreciate everybody watching and listening. Uh, for Justin Lamb, Jordan Hill, as always, uh, we'll be out of here, be watching for more stories and more good content over the days and weeks to come. So we'll be out of here on that. Everybody, take care. <laughs>